And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Virtual Dopeness Podcast. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, PAG Alex. And, uh, well, it's only two of us today. <laughs> I, my co-host for today is returning champion from three episodes now. This is this your is third. third. This is three. Yes, we have Sheikah. Hi, hi, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are in my, we are in the good old Atlanta, Georgia, in my uh, living room, yeah, dining room. Last time you heard from me, I was in California. Yeah, yeah. it was it was good times. Miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I supremely miss California. Also, uh, sorry about the audio technical issues on the last podcast. We had the. Um, Devon's mic didn't really like pick up anything and it was just set up wrong. So I just had to go with like the FaceTime audio because normally I do a whole bunch of and this is inside baseball, but I just like to be transparent with y'all. Normally, I like we'll do it over FaceTime or Skype or any of those other platforms because, um, and then I'll match up the audio recorded on the, on the other person's end with my audio using the FaceTime audio, but. Since it ain't record, I kind of had to do some magic and trickery. So if y'all endured that, sorry about it. Also, uh, if you've noticed a lot of like background, like clinking and noise and stuff, it's because I have a new microphone. And alcohol. Well, alcohol too. (laughs) But (laughs) I have a new microphone. It's really sexy. It's really sensitive. Um, And I did just call a black phallically shaped something sexy. So we'll just leave that at that. But... The microphone is really nice. It picks up a lot of things, and I haven't bought a proper stand for it yet, so there's a lot of like background stuff. So we're reco- recording on top of a pillow at this point, <laughs> um, but it works. It, it seriously dampens the noise. Hey, it get it gets the job done. So today on the episode, we're actually going to be talking about a couple different topics. Um, Joey Badass's album. American Badass, it came out a little while ago. We're going to be talking about these traveling alcoholic liquor parties um, vis-a-vis uh, Henny Palooza. Uh, let me turn my air conditioning off real quick. Give me a second, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to deal with that in the background, too. But uh, uh, Henny Palooza, uh, Bourbon Ball, uh, Grits and Biscuits. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. What's the, there's a tequila one that... Bourbon Ball emailed me about oh, after, and I forget, it, it's like Sunrise, yeah, Sunrise, something like, something like that. So, um, so I'll, I'll, when I figure, I'll figure out with them, but we're going to be talking about those. Uh, we're also going to be talking about summer anthems, uh, good songs for the summer. Every summer has one. Uh, as we know, Hove held us down for six summers, damn. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to be talking about the stirred up resurgence of the debate of net neutrality. Um, there's a lot packed into this episode for two people. Shit. It is, it is. Um, we got it though. <laughs> we do. We're also recording on Mother's Day. So happy belated by the time this comes out. Mother's, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out hey, there. <laughs> um, I actually talked to my mom earlier, talked to my aunt. Uh, Talked to my other aunt, uh, sent my godmother something, so happy belated to all the mothers. Um, got some really good news. I don't know if they want to talk about it yet, but when it's all official, I'll shout y'all out. I also got yelled at, at by my mom 
for cursing too much. Mm. She said she was going to yell at me and Casey. But <laughs> See, uh, I didn't do it. <laughs> but you're here now. That's the point. Mm-mm. I want more lasagna when I come back. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> so, okay. So, we got a lot packed in this episode. Let's get it started. We're going to start off with Joey Badass, American Badass, um, spelled with the dollar signs. This was released... April 7th of the year in 2017. Um, Joey Badass is unsigned, as we just talked about. He actually, and then as we were talking about it, figured out that he was, um, he actually turned down a deal from Rock Nation. Interesting. Exactly. I think think him and probably Chance did too, because... Hove recognizes people. Like right. Hove has got a team underneath them that recognizes yeah. talent. So Hove trying to get to the money, get the hey, talent. Hey, he knows what's <laughs> up. So, um, so this is a twelve-track project, um, and the first project, in my opinion, that Joey Badass decided to stay on beat when this he rapped. Is true. So he actually talked about something. Hey, and and that's what it's about. Joey Badass is one of these people who's he was he was on a double XL freshman cover. Um, which gains slash loses credibility every like 20 <laughs> minutes. And he has also been um, touted and he's been on. I know my first introduction to Joey Badass was uh, it wasn't the BT cypher, like the hip hop cypher. It was the um, one train. I think mine actually was the cypher. Okay. Because it was one train off of ASAP Rocky's album, which had him... Action Bronson, Danny Brown, Brig Crit, and I'm missing somebody besides ASAP. Mm-hmm. Of course, ASAP. ASAP. Oh, it was ASAP Ferg and no, not ASAP Ferg. It was ASAP Rocky. It was ASAP Rocky's song, so he was on it, but it was ASAP somebody else. Yeah. It might. I don't think it was Yams. Hmm. I'll I'll pull up one train while we're <clears> while we're talking, but so okay. So I'll, I'll I'll take myself out of it for a second. Chica, what did you think of the project? Um, for the most part, I like the album. I think it was very um, thought provoking. It's definitely um, something that you can use as a talking point, since he did focus on a lot of political issues and kind of what he thinks about some, I guess, conclusions of what we could do to possibly um, alleviate some of these fuckery situations that <laughs> us minorities are going through. <clears throat> so I think that was interesting and um he actually, you know, showed bars on a mm-hmm. couple of uh tracks. So I appreciate that from Joey cuz um was missing that for a while. <laughs> um but overall I like the album. Um honestly, and I think it's interesting that I read that um his album and Kendrick's album was supposed to come out on the same day. Ah. But it, of course Kendrick came out on the 14th. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's interesting that two politically charged. Right. Um, albums would have come out the same day and i think i i I wish they had come out further apart because i feel like that it takes some of joey shine yeah because i think that like joey if he would have come out even after i don't even know (sighs) if he would have come out before kendrick maybe like april january february march like the beginning of march yeah now granted he would have been fighting more life at that point of course but I think, but it would have been in two different lanes. Right. Like Drake is going to be your party, your mm-hmm. your your text your ex at three a.m. Right, and <laughs> and your your braggadocious stuff. But Joey would have had the, the exactly. <laughs> Joey would have had the uh, 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 
the political lane. And I saw people like rumblings of mm-hmm. people talking about Joey's album before it, um, before Kendrick's came out. But as soon as Kendrick's came out, it kind of just died. washed yeah. Yeah. over everything. That's why I felt the need to go back to this album because the first time I listened to this album, I had heard people talk about it. I was looking for ideas for the podcast and stuff to talk about. Because mm-hmm. honestly, in the line of what we should be talking about this week, we should be talking about Logic's album. That'll probably be, that'll most likely be next week. Okay. Um, but I felt the need to go back to this album because I put it on, um, I was editing the last podcast and I st- I needed some air to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so I stepped outside of my hotel Dang it, I thought that was off. I thought all that <laughs> stuff was off. But no, I stepped out the hotel to breathe and I just turned the album on. I ended up standing outside the hotel listening to the entire album. I, I can see that. I can see it. Because he get real caught up in his thought-provoking mm-hmm. lines and kind of his take on um, political injustice, I would say. Yes. And he, well, and, and for those who haven't seen... The, the album cover or the name American Badass. He spells American with three K's. <laughs> so that, that goes along with it. And then right. he references that a number of times throughout the album. And of course it's spelled Badass with his two dollar signs mm-hmm. in the S's. So, a couple um, of fuck Donald Trumps in there. Yeah. yeah there's a couple <laughs> of fuck Donald Trumps in there. And we'll keep that trend going so hey, I'm okay trend. with it <laughs> <laughs> so um and he's on the front cover just to give you an idea of the cover art he's leaning out of an older car with an American flag kind of like the the paisley like the bandanas from the bloods and the crips mm-hmm. have been made into an American flag so that's the dope the imagery is there the message is there from the beginning with his lyrics so you're gonna know what you're getting when you come into the album, right? So and for and Joey Badass definitely a New York artist, definitely a New York sound, mm-hmm. um, but then has people on the album that are not just not just uh, New York at all. Right. Like so, there's Styles P on the album. Mm-hmm. We have Cole. Cole's on the album, which arguably a lot of people say, although he's not a northern rapper, does have. You know, some of the sciences of mm-hmm. a northern rapper. Yeah, and he, he references the fact that he spent a lot of time in New York. Right. So, um, uh, the, the homie schoolboy Q is on there. Um, me too. Uh, Chronics, who I, I'm not familiar with. And if anybody out there is, is, a, is a hip-hop head who's cussing me out, oh, you don't know Chronics or you don't <laughs> know uh, Kirk Knight or Knight Caution, and who the hell else is on it? The, there's like 15 people on, on Ring the Alarm. And Michi Darko. I'm sorry. I don't have the time to listen to yeah. every motherfucker that comes through Cross Hot New Hip Hop. Yeah, I missed all of those. <laughs> so, but, um, so going into here, where what was your favorite song? Um, hmm, I like Rock About Baby as far as the, um, the actual flow. Mm-hmm. I like the flow of that one. And, of course, I was saying, like, I love the last one, American Idols, more so for the rant mm-hmm. than the actual song. But the rant was very interesting to me. So tell me more about the rant. So he takes a stance that's kind of questionable um, whether or not you would agree or not. But he says, you know, there's no real, um, I guess, security or anything for us minorities out in these streets. There's real... there's 
a safe word for police to be able to shoot us, and that's he got a gun. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you damn if you have a gun, damn if you don't, because if you don't, you can't defend yourself. If you do, you liable to get shot in these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and then he's saying, like, you know, our gangs uh, should protect us instead mm-hmm. of, you know, going against um, other black, um, black crimes. So that's interesting to take on having gangs protect the blacks or mm-hmm. the minorities. That's interesting, I think. It's an idea. I don't know how it'll be executed, but it's an idea. <laughs> well, and, and a lot of that could be driven back to like that's what why the well one of the reasons mm-hmm. that the Black Panthers carry guns because they exactly. were policing our own neighborhoods exactly. and they were there to protect us against the police and protect us against each other. Right. So that was so I can see that as a as a thought process. Right. And I mean, of course, the gangs are supposed to be. A brotherhood of some sort, mm-hmm. in quotes. Um, so I can I can see the concept, and I think it was interesting that he did take that that mm-hmm. lane, um, saying that you know the Crips and Blood should be our protection instead of you know the black on black crime. So I mm-hmm. think that that's something to think about. And he's made a lot of other points. That's just the um, the few that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really interesting and something that you can think about um, when you get ready to decide that you want to make a stand and he also did challenge everyone to take a stand on injustice and start thinking outside of the box on how we should do it. I agree. So that that I definitely agree with. Um hmm what else on here was as far as going into like favorited songs, of course there's I, I really like the single off the album. Mm-hmm. Devastated. Devastated was and cool. I've heard Devastated Around. I actually didn't know that was Joey Badass until I think I Shazammed it. I was like, yo, this is kinda dope. That's understandable, yeah. And cause once again this nigga learned how to rap on beat. Like <laughs> he did a lot of like originally he had a lot of like the Wu Tang mm-hmm. um the Wu Tang like I'ma be a all on the off beat type yeah, yeah. rap and, and it's it gonna, didn't work it didn't work for him so but once he got on beat <laughs> he was always saying fire lines but it was just like I, it, it throws me out of the song yeah. but so uh devastated is dope yeah. um rock about baby schoolboys on mm-hmm. and he even he even says at one point he's the reason that <laughs> there's bloods and crips in, in brooklyn, brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um did any song really uh like affect you at all as you were listening to it because i have one that affected me <laughs> Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I would say I can't just specifically say there was one song that made me want to get up and raise my fist as a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But I will say the album as a whole, when listening to it front to back, did kind of just in general give you that thought-provoking type of vibe. It's mm-hmm. like, huh, what could I do? What... You know, am I doing enough? So, no, not necessarily one song, but I will say the album in general did. What was your one song? My one song. Let me make sure I I have it right. Because I actually, Loki, I'm a sap for little kids. Oh, yeah, the one with the little girl on the beginning. Yes, and I believe it's Why Don't You Love Me, um, a.k.a. Miss America. Mm-hmm. That little girl... And her impassioned speech. And the funny thing is, I think I've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've seen the video clip or the news clip where that's from. Where it's a little girl talking about, why don't you love me? Why don't you um, embrace my me and my dark skin? Mm-hmm. 
And why are you treating us differently? And it comes from one of the purest places because you can you can look to kids to give you the the, the, the like truth. the absolute truth and the black and white in a gray situation. Exactly. And because they don't have the kids don't have the ability to process like um, nuance mm-hmm. at all. So mm-hmm. to them, it looks either this way, that way, right. right, wrong, good, evil. And that that little girl's impassioned speech got to me for a second. I almost had to shed a thug tear. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I was having a moment with myself mm-hmm. outside. It, it was a beautiful night in Nashville when I was out there and I was outside the hotel and the weather was nice and it was just me and myself. Yeah. And that that's that that intro and outro made that song even better that's true that's, so that's actually hmm. and especially since like i have my sister had my sister's nine years older than me so mm-hmm. she had kids when i was real young right so i have nieces that are literally from 22 down to well i have nieces that are 22 to uh down to three four months oh yeah and then i have a goddaughter who's two i have friends who have kids who mm-hmm. are between four and eight yeah so, so just thinking about these kids in your life exactly the way so this girl thinks. It, it just gets to me plus i know i'm gonna be eventually when i have a kid i'm gonna be the type of father that's gonna Before be the me <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna be the type of father that's gonna be the complete pushover if i have daughters okay. so it's it's a setup little boys i can tell them Hey, stop being hard headed. Mm-hmm. Little girls, give me that little smile and then puppy dog eyes, and I'm done. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> I am mushy as hell. I to my to this day, I help my nieces out with stuff like probably more than I should. Fair. <laughs> so that's that that part really got to me, which on top of the rest of the album brought everything into it. Yeah. So I'm saying like the 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 beats that he chose on this album really good. They were. Very good beats. Very good beats. I he, think just um, sound-wise, it was put together nicely from front to back. I agree. I, I agree. I kind of feel like Rock of My Baby was it, maybe it a was leftover kinda, from Schoolboy album, yeah. and then he kind of took it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, honestly, I do like Devastated, but it definitely sounds like the single on the album. It does. It's a little different than the yeah. rest of the album. It definitely is. It's definitely like a, oh, okay, we need something that's going to rock on it's the, the radio. the hotline bling of that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely... Um, I can't say Cole's verse really like moved me or anything. Like it was dope to have a Cole verse right. there, but I I feel like meh. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I barely remember the Cole verse, and I love Cole, so that says something. Um, Styles P verse kind of <laughs> too, but Schoolboy had a good verse. Schoolboy had a very good verse, that, but it sounded like something that would exactly. should have been yeah. on his album. His album. Mm-hmm. So down to the beat, like <laughs> that's very true. So, um, but. Speaking of singles, we can move into our next topic, okay. which is summer anthems. So, we are talking about anthems that you are ready to play this summer. Like, what is your go-to? You you like a little different music than me, so I can understand <laughs> <laughs> that we could we would have two different two different types of uh, music interests. So. Uh, what do you think? What is going to be your summer anthem? Hmm. Current or just all anything? Current and let's let's do it. Let's do let's do two currents and something that just always rocks, or maybe and two that always rock. The first current that comes to mind is Element Kendrick. 
Okay. And again, I still listen to Mike. I mean, hear Mike in my head. <laughs> Shout out to Mike <laughs> from Coachella. Every time I hear that song. But yeah, that's going to be one of the summer jams that I just probably won't let go in for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, another current one. Hmm. It probably would honestly be... It'll be one of the Drake songs. You know, they all flow together right now. Yeah. But one of them will probably stand out before the summer ends, and it'll probably be something out for more life. Yeah. I, and I could kind of see, like, if you're going with Drake, I can kind of see, like, Passion Fruit hitting, mm-hmm. like, at, at all the now. day parties. And my favorite on that one is actually Medieval Brown, so. Oh, okay. Uh, but I definitely see Passion Fruit sticking out there. Portland going to be around for a little Portland, while. Portland, I actually love Portland, so yeah. yeah. Oh... That's the I need only to go back and listen to the Drake <laughs> I should just listen to it. That's why I was like, what are those Drake stuff going out there? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I'm leaving something out there. Okay. So I have, uh, and I'm going to my playlist for it. Um, shout out to Apple Music Playlist. We need to talk about that one day. Yes. Is that Apple Music Playlist have been actually bomb. They've been nice. They've been nice and they've been getting like lapped by Spotify, so I think they had to step their game up. So, okay, so the one song that pisses me off that I like because it's an artist that annoys the shit out of me and it's an artist that pisses me off because he says a lot of dumb shit. But, this damn unforgettable song by French Montana, I think is gonna (laughs) be everywhere. And I can't stop myself from listening to it. Mm-hmm. So I that's one of mine for the summer. Okay. Um, another, like, we'll do honorable mentions in a minute. And then okay. I think my other one, like, excluding Kendrick, because I'm just going to keep listening to Kendrick regardless. But the other one for the hood side of me, the song I want to hear when I'm at the party is going to be T-shirt. <laughs> mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm telling you, T-shirt is gonna be my my ish for the summer. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Another one I just thought about is a uh, thick the OT Genesis song. Okay, that one's gonna stick with me for a while, fellas. If you haven't seen that video yet, <laughs> or anybody that enjoys thick women, if you have not seen that video yet. Uh, I saw it the other morning mm-hmm. on Revolt TV because mm. I, I everyone I watch Revolt sometimes to listen to the Breakfast Club, right. but sometimes but they be cutting too much stuff out they and, and playing the same music over. So I just go to their YouTube. Exactly, either YouTube or I'll play them off uh, iHeartRadio because right. I enjoy. I like listening to the to the more up north music because if you don't know, they actually change the music depending on your location. Mm-hmm. So I'll listen to the to the one hundred five one broadcast. Um, in the morning, um, I feel like regardless, so honorable mention <laughs> for summer anthems, I think are going to be like mask off. We ain't going to get rid of. Right. That's um, no and I didn't, I honestly did not like mask off till we were going through the crowd to it <laughs> during Coachella. Cause we actually Just rocked through the entire diddy bop through the crowd <laughs> to Coachella to get from his set to pick up row. And then and we went to Schoolboy Set. Right. So, uh, other songs that are probably going to be around all summer. DNA, of course, is going to be around. Right. Loyalty going to be around. Mm-hmm. And I um, hear Roll every time I hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if honorable I... mention, I think Trap 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 is going to be yeah. around for a minute. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's not, both is going to be around for a minute because people like Definitely. talking about songs, is they going to be drunk or high too or both. Of course. Um, and I feel like this song should have been a summer like hit, but it came out too early. And that's Every Day We Lit. Because I, I feel that. like we've been we've I been rocking that. to that since like it's been a minute. Yeah, like Feb- like January, February, yeah. maybe even like December. Because now when it comes on in the lounge or the bar or whatever, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they can't, they let that song out too early. Yeah, and maybe that's just because now other parts of the country mm-hmm. it may still be rocking. It's true because it's, it's, true. it's very things come out in Atlanta once again. If you guys don't listen to the podcast. Then you haven't picked up on the fact we live somewhere in the Atlanta area. Trap, trap, trap. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us live directly in the damn trap. So, um, and if I, so I feel like iTunes, you know, I'm getting the blank screen on oh, my phone right now. That's you need a new phone. Hey, we, we need we to, waiting five months until the eight come out. Are we sure it's coming out? That's another God topic we need to we talk not. about. <laughs> Is that we keep getting all these uh, rumors that shit's delayed till 2020. <laughs> right. So, um, but I feel like that's gonna hit. And oh, the song by Wizkid. Is Wizkid featuring Drake? Come uh, closer. Come closer. Yeah, I do like that one. I really like it. Um, so there's an honorable mention. So if we throw it back, what are your songs for the summer, regardless of what summer it is? Like, uh, summertime is always in there. Of course. Summertime is always in of there. Of course. Anytime, anything from uh, ATL is always in there for mm-hmm. me. Um, let's see. Okay. While she thinks, guys, if you, if you, I think I said this on another podcast, one of the early ones from season one, um, the ultimate Atlanta experience is riding around windows open at night listening to AT Aliens or uh Spody Over Delicious right or one of those early outcast albums any of them really <laughs> this is li- windows down late at night riding down peach tree like it came out yesterday like it came out yesterday <laughs> that is that is quintessential atlanta experience so of course those gonna rock down here right um a little more current um the no hands the walker flocker no hands <laughs> see i always associate no hands because no hands came out like beginning very beginning of the summer and rocked right in the homecoming yep so i always associate no hands with homecoming that's fair that's fair <laughs> let's see oh. uh, there were there's some good ones out there summertime see, i wasn't handicapped uh <laughs> <laughs> um uh, da, 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 uh the i played one i had one i'm doing right now if anybody's following me on uh instagram pj alex 1911 um I'm actually doing a 30 days of, of music mm-hmm. May music challenge, uh, music May month. I forget what I called it, but <laughs> it was something somebody posted. Shout out to the homie. Um, uh, shout out to the homie who posted it. Cause I don't know if he wants his, his stuff all out there, mm-hmm. but he posted it and it's you, they give you a different topic of song every day. And I've been keeping up really well with it. Sometimes, yeah, like, yeah, right before midnight. <laughs> I've been keeping up with it. And one of the songs that I put was Jagged Edge, Where the Party At. That's I'll a good one. Forever That's associate that one. with Summer. Peaches and Cream. I just thought about that. <laughs> Back that ass up. But I, because I mean, I'm a Delta from Alabama, I think of that as a year-round song. Yeah, Shout of course. Shout out to LZ. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, there's a, there's another. Where's a good one for the for the non hip hop listener? Um, uh, we'll go. Well, you're from Alabama, so Sweet Home Alabama means something all year round to you. But uh, I think of football season. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's not Summer Girls by LFO because I actually hate that song. There's another one that is um, super duper not black. Um, the most I'm, annoying song I can think of for the summertime that I can't resist not singing when it comes on is Party <laughs> in the USA. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to say that, but yes, anytime com- it comes on, I sing it. <laughs> I won't completely judge you for that. Like, not all the way, I mean, but a little bit. <laughs> and have you seen it in a club setting where all the thugs, all the, you know, young ladies, mm-hmm. I will call them, I turned up the party in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> All Summer Long by Kid Rock. Good one. When he first switched over to country after the little homie died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really good one, even though he's gone on record supporting Trump. But then my other one is Len Steal My Sunshine. Mm-hmm. That one is one of my favorite ones from high school. Um that I always associate with summer. Mm-hmm. It's on every one of my summer mixes. Um, and everybody remembers this song for the most, it could be most screwed up reason. There's a really, really cute pregnant girl in the video. <laughs> if only you could see my face. <laughs> Guys, she's looking at me like I'm absolutely like the monster of Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's true, because she has, like, the name of the band, like, painted on her stomach. Okay, I will allow it. I will allow it. <laughs> and then, uh, No Letting Go. Anything, like, Caribbean or Jamaican That's or reggae true. dance hall related. Now, if you know me, or, and I would probably be getting smacked if Casey was here. I was thinking that. It, that, that reggae dance hall goes all year round, of mm-hmm. course. And if and, and anybody trying to pull my card, you weren't with me in the Peacock. <laughs> Damn it, when we was jumping so hard, they had to stop the music because the record skipped. <laughs> so, and that, I can just hear Casey, you know, just cursing you out right now. Of but. course, of course. But she was, she, she, I didn't know she was there, but she was there too. Hey. In the Peacock. Anyway, I think the Peacock reopened, but it, it'll never be the Peacock before they renovated the first I time. I don't know if I'm ready from y'all stories. <laughs> Let me tell you, because the Peacock was just close enough to campus mm-hmm. where we could get there and get back regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so like, quick dash. Worst comes the worst. You could walk back from the peacock. Okay. okay. You might have to like kick a crackhead on the way oh, back, gosh. but you could get back from the peacock to campus. Okay. So if you missed the, the shuttle, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you could make it there. But the peacock was a whole nother set of events. So speaking of the peacock and a whole nother set of events, these liquor parties. So a lot of these songs I actually heard at Bourbon Ball, minus of course <laughs> all summer long and <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> so okay, so I've only been to I've been to Jack of All Trades, which mm-hmm. I think is mainly Atlanta based. I think so too. Um, because I'm pretty sure I know the guy who throws it. And oh. shout out to to Ray. The plug. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Ray. Um, he he's actually he's actually the noobs. And he um, is in a different chapter, but I think he's like, but anyway, so shout out to Ray. 
pretty sure it's his party. That one just passed this weekend, mm-hmm. and I heard it was lit. Um, but I did attend Bourbon Ball, which is the talk of Twitter. It and is. the you didn't have no videos for this. I didn't have the video of the fight. <laughs> we, we woke up wanting the videos. <laughs> Look, I was in a whole other section, deep in the bourbon. <laughs> Understandable. And then um, you attended Henny Palooza. I did. Henny Palooza. Have you attended Grits and Biscuits in years past? I have not. Okay. I also feel like it's a waste to have a Grits and Biscuits in Atlanta because that's every weekend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, shout out to Grits and Biscuits. Do your thing. People love it. And then, um, so, what was your impression of Henny Palooza? So, and just to recap, so for y'all who don't know, these are parties where you pay usually... 50 to 60 to $90 dollars mm-hmm. to come to this party. It's an open bar. It's usually sponsored by a liquor company. Mm-hmm. Henny Palooza. Hennessy, um, Jack of all trades is Jack Daniels. Um, Bourbon Ball was actually JL, not Weller. It's, I just saw their name again. I didn't know the bourbon was actually pretty damn good. Okay. So, and then there's somebody who does, there's a tequila one. I've actually been to a Doucet event. And there's a couple... I, see, I didn't know... I didn't think Doucet had like... I think it was more of a private thing. Okay. Okay. But oh, I've been to fancy. one. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... But what did you think of Henny Palooza? Um... Well, let's start with us getting there. You know, for those <laughs> of attenders that went with me, um, we had an interesting drive or ride rather oh, to... Um, J.R. Reveille. Got you. Was that's, our the, that's the liquor. Yeah. We had an interesting Uber slash Uber driver oh that, boy. you know, passed underground and we had to walk in. It was a lot of fiasco. So, <laughs> long story short, we ended up getting there just a little later than uh, the usual crowd. Um, <laughs> we walk in. It kind of wasn't what I expected from initial sight. But then they have these different rooms where they have DJs playing and all of this, which, hmm. to be fair, only one of the rooms really was popping. The other two was kind of like, eh. So everybody kind of got either in this one room or outside. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's damn near summertime in Atlanta, basically. <laughs> so it was hot as hell. <laughs> of course. So, and we really only got two or three of these said free drinks. Mm. Because, of course, you know, it was unlimited Hennessy, mm-hmm. in quotes. So, mm. you know, that was unlimited to we ran out. Oh. And by ran out, we mean ran out of the free shit. Because you could still buy it, mm-hmm. but you couldn't get it for free anymore. <laughs> but the good thing is you can get two at a time. So that's oh, what we did. Go. We went up there double fist. Mm-hmm. But the line to get to the bar was ridiculous. Ah. So that is another thing. If you do attend these things, think ahead in the fact that you might want to get there before the rest of the black people <laughs> so that you can get you four drinks in, you know, so that if you need to go get five and six, mm-hmm. you'll be four in and everybody else will be getting one and two. Because <laughs> <laughs> we go to down one and two thinking we're going to go right back for three and four. And I think we got three. And by the time we got ready to get another one, old girl was like, oh, so uh, that's going to be a charge. So that was interesting. Never saw any chicken either. That was supposed to be there was chicken. supposed to be chicken, but again, we I were got way too a little tardy. About chicken. <laughs> we were a little tardy, <laughs> so I don't know. But never saw any chicken. But I did see a lot of people that I knew, so that was cool. Um, 
overall, yeah, it wasn't like you Amazing. missed the best thing that happened in Atlanta that weekend. <laughs> but it was something to do. I'll okay. Say. Okay, so I had a different experience with Bourbon Ball. Uh-huh. So this Bourbon, was a more formal event. Too. This is a more formal event. So Henny Palooza is more like casual yeah, or like it's like your backyard barbecue. Exactly. <laughs> Bourbon Ball was for people to get dressed up. You're supposed to throw on the suit, throw on the the, the blazer, have a nice tie or not tie, mm-hmm. or and then you in a formal gown or nice dress. Or apparently, some people took that to mean lingerie because right. I mean I I wasn't mad personally. <laughs> But, um, so you were supposed to get dressed up, look sexy and come drink bourbon. And so we get to the event. First, I was, I was a little bit worried about the event space cause I've actually been to that event space before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Worked out perfectly. They had two rooms. The front room was more, uh, I'm here to be seen right, the, the Twitter show. celebrities, the, um, and by Twitter celebrities, I mean, if you got more than like a certain you got more than a couple thousand followers mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um the homie uh shout out to the homie Garrett was there. Um he 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 got he got good times. He had good times, <laughs> but he also he also got lit up about his 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 oh. facial hair, which there were some classic jokes in there and bro, I'm sorry, but <laughs> the laughter was there. You're a good dude, you my homie, but they they got you, bro. <laughs> but I saw him. I saw a couple other people who were like popping on Twitter. Um, that was the front room. The back room was where the party was. Mm-hmm. Now the funny part was is that the lights was on for most of the time in the background. They was dim, but they were still on. But they had the better. I feel like they had the better DJ, right? Because he played everything, mm-hmm. like from going from the the old bad boy one twelve nineties. To the stuff, the crunk stuff in college that that I experienced from being down here, mm-hmm. and up to the current stuff for today, the future, the Migos, all that stuff. Gotcha. He played all of it. He played even had a little Caribbean dancehall reggae section. Mm-hmm. Um, the most that you gonna get in Atlanta, <laughs> outside of the Peacock. As Casey cuts you out again. Exactly. Because <laughs> no, because DJs in Atlanta play the same. 12 reggae songs to death that's and that's true. it <laughs> and they don't step outside of that box mm-hmm. but they played all that there was a bar that had a long line and there was a bar that didn't have a long line right and we just kept going back to the other room because there was like two rooms and there was a middle room and the middle room full lights on had tables and chairs and stuff that you could sit down at mm-hmm. and you could go to that bar and get served almost immediately. Like the longest I waited for a drink was maybe like 10, 15 minutes. And that's because it was middle of the party. Everybody trying to get something to drink. They were actually, I, I saw the organizers walking around with bottles, just pouring stuff in people's cups. See? They didn't care. They was like, we got this that's liquor. Unlimited. We going to get y'all drunk. That's how unlimited works. <laughs> <laughs> and so people was, was falling all, out all over the place. Every like not not everywhere, but they had, did a good job of making sure nobody went nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, did see a dude put his drink down to dance, kick his drink over, then slip in his drink. Oh, wow. that was hilarious. Wow. <laughs> um, I I eventually saw that they had they made any. I think they may have set it up this way. They had two videos mm-hmm. from um. The party that were official like bourbon ball videos that you can like if you see the hashtag bourbon ball look at it on IG you see the two videos 
the video of the back room, I'm in like four or five times, which is hilarious. <laughs> and so, and I, and the, the I, I went with um, three other young ladies, <laughs> young nice, women, nice. and. Um, so I looked great. Nice. <laughs> you did. And they were awesome. That we had all all three of us had a good time. Two came down from North Carolina, one lives here. Okay. Um we had a good time. I think the price was a deterrent, but because we actually got what we paid for, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Understandable. We had one person die, but oh, she's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a good time. And to be honest, at a liquor party, you should expect to die. Exactly, <laughs> and that's why like people use Uber, use use a uh, Lyft, mm-hmm. use I forget the black guys drawn, but there ain't really no cars anywhere except for New York, so mm-hmm. it's really tough to use it. But moving, so use use them to your advantage, people. This is true. This <laughs> is very true. And so we got our Uber XL and left when we need to leave <laughs> at the end of the night. Had a really good time. People were dressed up nice. You can go see the pictures. Shout out to the organizers. So, and, and so I just the think... Fight in the first or the second room? Huh? Questions that need answers. Okay. The fight <laughs> was in actually... Okay. So, there's the first and the second room. Mm-hmm. There was the room that had the tables and chairs. Mm-hmm. There was a little, like, kitchen area where you could buy food. Okay. And then there's the front entrance. And there was, like, this front entrance lobby. There is a hallway in between the front entrance and where the food was. The fight was right in front of the hallway. Ah. Because that's also... I really wish also, I could insert a link here. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it was very entertaining. <laughs> right. Because... And, and here's how it went down. So, apparently, this is this is what happened. Is that dude took his girl to the party. Then, side chick shows up. And so, got he's like... Better. You got to do better. So, he, he says, alright. I'm here with the girl. He spoke to the side chick. Mm. Apparently, she wasn't all the way playing her part because she could have played this smarter, too. But he snuck away. He said, I have to go to the bathroom to the chick, to to the main, Mm -hmm. to go hang out with the side. Main says, okay, I have to pee, too. Comes around the corner to go (laughs) see her man and wait for the bathroom together. And all hell breaks loose. And see, fellas, I feel like the side chick probably felt like she was, you know, missing something in her side chick, you know, requirements. Mm -hmm. This is why she acted up. If you Mm -hmm. just treat your side chick with everything that she asked for, she'll be quiet. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have both of them. I don't condone this, of course. (laughs) But you have to have a way of keeping side chick in check. (laughs) And I I think it was main chick who wilded out the most. I think side chick just kind of... Dipped off into the to the to I the can understand. wilderness, but and, Maine got buddy. Yeah, Maine <laughs> went off on dude, and dude, he played it right because at that point you have to just accept that L. You do. You, you do. gonna get a couple hits. Just guard your face and you know take what you got. Exactly, and then if you have to grab her, just just grab restraint, hug, <laughs> hug. <laughs> you don't have to shake. <laughs> Because some niggas have taken that too far. Yes, yes. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I just finished watching uh, uh, Real Sports with Brian Gumble, oh, where they were talking about War Machine, the oh. MMA fighter who uh-huh. beat up his girlfriend. Beat the hell out of her, too. Um, that's not what you do. No, <laughs> at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. You have to restrain, restrain. But understand, you need to be able to know that you can restrain. Because I've seen some niggas get their ass whooped, too. <laughs> 
Fair. Yeah. <laughs> and he was very borderline in getting his ass whooped. Yeah. Because yeah. she, she did what she had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sent her message mm-hmm. and made sure side chick saw it all over Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is that, that guys, don't fuck up. If you're going to have her, better make sure she's happy and do not have them in the same place. No. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no matter what <laughs> movies have told you. <laughs> It's not going to work and out. go back to what KC said. Keep all your shit unlinked. <laughs> Don't have your phone, your laptop, your watch going off because one of them bitches going to get checked. I, I, I need to unlink all this because you like do. I have my phone, laptop, iPad, You get watch. one message and we get a whole jingle bell. <laughs> so, But I also don't do no dirt to get caught up. Fair. Yeah. See, see, yeah. I, I stay safe. Just saying, if you do, <laughs> I stay you safe take the in all aspects. Precautions, you know. I have a friend that calls it bay proofing your uh, devices. <laughs> damn it, man! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, good grief. So that. So, speaking of, so, okay. Before we move on, mm-hmm. there's a couple more of these parties out there. Like I said, we talked about grits and biscuits. We talked about the tequila joint. Grits and biscuits, very nice, very lit. I've heard it's lit, but I heard the one here was not as lit. I wouldn't, yeah. The ones I've seen, the videos slash snaps mm-hmm. I've seen um, is from D.C. And they look like they had the time of their life. Yeah, but D.C., all they do is party. It's true, because <laughs> I have a couple of friends that stay in D.C., and every time I see their snap, there's right. liquor flowing and music playing. <laughs> right, especially once it gets above, like, 67. Right. <laughs> Because it's time to go outside. Exactly. <laughs> I just saw one a couple of the day <laughs> that had that damn, uh, the district underneath of it yep. and yep. them going in and it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's Mother's Day. Shouldn't you be <laughs> turning up in church with your mama? Like, how are you doing, mom? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, so all of these things get delivered to us via the internet. Right. And that brings us to our next topic of net neutrality. So, Way back, way let's hop in a way back machine. Anybody who's way, been with way us, back. <laughs> <laughs> way back at the beginning of the time when this podcast started, the whole reason I started this podcast and was a big debate that came up partially because of John Oliver's show mm-hmm. when he started three years ago. Podcast started about three years ago. I know I took about a year and a half break in there. We ain't gonna talk about. <laughs> Look, man, I had some things going on in life. <laughs> <laughs> you back though. That's all I'm, I'm back. Doing. Yes, this is episode three. Hey. Um, but it started because net neutrality is a big thing. For you to understand what net neutrality is, basically your internet service provider, Verizon, Comcast, um, that big blue and white one. <laughs> that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have AT&T Uverse, so they provide me my link to the internet when I'm at home. I have a Verizon cell phone. Um, T-Mobile, Cox, um, all of them. Ones, yeah. So all Time Warner, mm-hmm. who was in talks to get bought by somebody. Mm-hmm. So all of them who That'd provide internet. <laughs> <laughs> all of those who provide internet. Um, they are governed under a set of rules that says if Comcast has a TV show, and this is the easiest example, they cannot slow down one of their competitors. So John Oliver in his la- in his last week tonight used the example of if Bing were to give Comcast 
a bunch of money to say, make our content and our website run faster by slowing down Google, that that would that is right now, as we speak, that is illegal. Mm-hmm. Right now. Right now. The first time we talked about this is when they had, Verizon had actually won a lawsuit saying that they could do this under the way that the laws were set up. So they changed the laws. The, that was under Obama. Big OBZ. <laughs> Barry O. <laughs> <laughs> Barry O. So he, now they want to change these laws back where they weren't necessarily doing this to an extreme extent. They were doing this to an extreme extent, but it was just frowned upon, looked right. down upon. Right. But it was still legal to do. A little slap on the wrist. Exactly. The Trump administration and a bunch of other assholes who he's brought with him. Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> want to change these rules back. And as he's been doing with everything to give give everything to big business. Mm-hmm. So we got to stop this. <laughs> yeah. And it's, the it's way that... a lot of issues. Exactly. And so with everything and all these changes, the FCC has to put up a proposal to do it first. The way that we stopped it before <laughs> was John Oliver did a piece on, I think it was his third or fourth, it was his third episode, mm-hmm. that pushed the internet to to use its forces for good, which it doesn't do often, right. <laughs> to bind together <laughs> and <laughs> to bind together and say, no, we don't want this. And the last time he did it, he shut down the FCC website and with how many people were trying to comment at the same time. Right. Well, he's asked us to do that again, kids. <laughs> A very creative way. Very creative way. So, uh, so, 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 did I get all that right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that sums it up. For the, for the person who don't understand it, I think they get a good idea of what that is. Okay, and so this this has big implications for you guys, and this is just just as like we were talking about last week with Devon and Castro, um, that we were talking about how they were selling your browser history. Well, this is attack number two, kids. Right. <laughs> you have to think about all the small businesses, all the um, social activism and freedom of speech that goes on the internet mm-hmm. that now may not necessarily get to you, may not get seen, and you know. Um, Bigger companies will be able to thrive, and just because mm-hmm. they can throw an extra dollar or a million or two. <laughs> exactly, and 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 here's the thing: like a lot of, th- and this is this is a big thing for me. I've been listening to a lot of Charlemagne stuff. Charlemagne, mm-hmm. Charlemagne got his book. I've been listening to. I listen to his podcast, mm-hmm. Brilliant Idiots. Um, I'm shouting them out. They'll never probably shout me out. I'd, I'd <laughs> love might. to get it. They, they might. might. Charlemagne. <laughs> I see you some bottles. <laughs> so, but they they were basically talking how this is your chance. One of his big things is this is your chance. The internet allows you, if you want to be a writer, to start blogging and right. become a writer. If you want to be a radio star, a podcaster, a television star, you can get a mic, sit it on top of a pillow in your living room, and talk, and talk just like we're doing mm-hmm. now. I have no radio background. I have nobody nobody giving me money right. sorry about the train in the background <laughs> that tells you where we are guys right. <laughs> so it, it tells you that you have a shot at 
doing whatever you need to do. This is your chance to go out and grab it. Right. Well, if I'm podcaster number seven Mm -hmm. and loudspeaker network, which is the network that Charlemagne's on, is not a big one, but Radio One is. The big guys are getting into podcasts. Exactly. And if Radio One or Comcast want to say, put all of our podcasts first, Mm -hmm. they can pay for that. They can afford that. I can afford dinner. (laughs) I'm not broke. I'm not doing too shabby. But I I don't have (laughs) millions to throw at Comcast or Verizon or Apple. Apple, I don't believe they would do some stuff like that. But but Comcast, Verizon, or Time Warner, or AT&T and tell them, hey, push my content first. Right. And if they, and especially with like Comcast owns NBC. Exactly. And then there's, you know, that big blue one trying to get Time Warner. Exactly. That, it, it's starting to form what we know as monopolies. Mm -hmm. And even if you think about it as millennials, a lot of ways that we get our content or our voice out is through the internet. Mm -hmm. And that would immediately start being slowed down just because they can basically. Exactly. Um, things like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that grew because of the internet. Bing. So Arab Spring. Exactly. You know, your local um, bundles carrier mm-hmm. that now has a website. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. Like even mom and pop shops that now have their online businesses that can, you know, make their business a little bit bigger, but not on Walmart level. Mm-hmm. Now Walmart can say, eh, I want you to just go and get out of here because you're taking my produce sales. Let me go talk to Big Blue Company. Exactly. So, so or this is even one that, that you could do. Imagine the rise of Uber. Mm-hmm. Uber got popular because cabs, nobody liked taking cabs. Exactly. They, they smelled and expensive. they expensive. And they could do whatever the hell they wanted exactly. because there, was, there no, was no competition. Right. Like all the, the taxi companies split up into different areas. And said, I got this. I got, it was almost like turf wars. Exactly. I got this area. You can have that over there. Exactly. And if Uber, if all of a sudden all these taxi lobbies got together, because there's a taxi lobby, right. and decided, oh, we're going to throw $30 million at Verizon to say, slow down Uber's traffic, mm-hmm. and we're going to, that gives us time to invent our own app. Mm-hmm. And now our app is super fast, exactly. and there's, it takes you 20 minutes to get an Uber. Exactly. They're, boom, Uber's dead. Lyft is dead. Moving's uh, <laughs> I want you to do so growing. well, black man. You can grow. You can do it. <laughs> I, damn it, you can do it. Um, so it's little things like that yeah. are the reason why net neutrality is a big deal. So yeah. now, the good news. Mm-hmm. John Oliver aired last Sunday. It's now the next Sunday. And I'm looking at a non-existent watch. <laughs> it's the next Sunday. Apparently, over the course of this week... He skyrocketed to right around 150,000 comments. Also, internet hackers took it upon themselves to do what's called a DDoS attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DDoS attacks. Yes, we are a bunch of nerds. We are. <laughs> uh, let, let, quick example. Okay. Basically, the quick DDoS explanation. What's a DDoS attack? DDoS, basically, a whole bunch of computers are all running secret software in the background mm-hmm. if hacker A says 
Damn it. My my Alexa thing, my dot see, just kicked on. See, all these devices. All of them. Listening to us, the government's coming. Guys, if, if I disappear, I'm sorry. Um, but if the DDoS, it basically they activate them all at once and they all go to the same website at the same time and shut it down. Mm-hmm. They, they knock it down. So that's the quick, the, the hackers took it upon themselves to do that this week. To show the FCC that we care. Right. This is what we want to see. And that's big. It's huge. But we need to continue it. <laughs> so, John Oliver's website. Go, G-O, F-C-C, yourself.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> go there. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing is there. I love it. Genius. I absolutely love it. So, go F-C-C, yourself.com. And allow yourself to uh, leave a comment telling... Telling the FCC not to change these laws back. Right. Also, you can go comment. If you guys remember way back to last week, <laughs> when I released the last episode, Devon gave you a website mm-hmm. that you or an app that you can download that allows you to see who your representative is, who for your local, your from your local to the state government to the federal government and your senator. Call them, email them, text. You can't text them. If you can text them, go ahead. Right. But call them, email them, let them know. Write a physical letter. You know how hard it is to write a physical letter these days. I know a Find lot of people stamp. that don't know how to address a uh, envelope. So. That's terrible. So yeah, we're we're there. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can address an envelope. <laughs> Google how to address an envelope. There we go. Hopefully <laughs> it's it, not slow. It, it, <laughs> and send that out to your center and let them know that you want to keep the FCC rules intact for net neutrality. Right. Where they are and regulated to make sure that you don't get screwed over. Right. Because it's just it's not just an industry thing. It's also a community thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely something that we need to step up and be a part of. Because I guarantee if this goes through... A lot of us will be pissed. So we need to do whatever we can to prevent it and, you know, just take our part. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, I can't express enough how important little topics like this. And if you guys don't understand, um, if I didn't do a good job of explaining, go watch the John Oliver clip. Right. I'm going to throw the link in the show notes. I'm going to tweet it out. And or if you just type in John Oliver net neutrality, you're going to mm-hmm. get one clip from three years ago and you're going to get one clip from last week. Mm-hmm. So uh, what was that? The seventh? Yeah. Yeah. Seventh. Seventh of May. So and, and he, a new episode airs tonight. He's probably going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I watch John Oliver every week. There's two shows on HBO that I watch. I was just about to name drop the network. <laughs> HBO was the shit. Exactly. I straight up because they were the, they gave Vice their mm-hmm. television start, mm-hmm. which evolved into Viceland. Right. Which I think we've already gone on record with saying Viceland's the shit. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing programming. Can watch it all day. Exactly. So there's two two things I watch. Well, three things I watch on HBO <laughs> religiously. Uh, Real time with Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. Last week with John Oliver mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch those three things religiously. And then I watch Vice as much because it comes on right after real time. Right. So I usually watch Vice or I have it all DVR'd because getting to a TV at the time things air is mm-hmm. damn near impossible now. Mm-hmm. But Vice, I watch all the time or just switch to Viceland. Mm-hmm. And then I watch um, Real Time with Bill Maher, 
who his stuff is getting better and better ever since actually ever since Trump won. <laughs> it's a good topic. A lot of content there. A lot of content. <laughs> and especially shout out Killer Mike was on last week. Killer Mike was was amazing. <laughs> Actually, it was this week where we're recording. Mm-hmm. So by the time this comes out Next last week, week. Yeah. Um, Killer Mike was on. Who's always awesome. Um, I feel like I should have met Killer Mike by now. Just hanging around Atlanta and the yeah. fact that I've seen like there's two swag shops. One that's not too far from here in the West End, and mm-hmm. one is in Edgewood, which right. is also not far from right. here. That's him. The stuff that he does, he actually talked at Morehouse last year, and I watched the oh. whole talk. I didn't go because it was on like it was on a day where I wasn't in town. Mm-hmm. But he was he was there. He's and, never in town, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got people. I mean, <laughs> as long as we don't give out my address, I'm good. So <laughs> no, I think I'll do that today. Exactly. And then I have so, and if anybody's get feeling froggy, I have the alarm system of life, a number of cameras, and I pay a midget to sit in my house with a shotgun <laughs> all week. So come through if you want to. Oh. It's gonna get greasy. And you hear all the devices that he has in here. <laughs> so <laughs> got my phone going off. Got Alexa tripping in the background. Oh. <laughs> That's a, one one week we gotta talk about Alexa because I'm trying to use it more. I still haven't gotten into it. Like, and I don't own one. Just seeing all the people that I do uh-huh. see that own one, I, I haven't seen the need to go buy it. It's it's cool, but one of my one of our mutual friends who didn't want to appear on a podcast because mm-hmm. he's more of a, a behind the scenes guy. Right. He bought. They had a, a deal where you could get it was buy four get one free of the oh. Alexas. So he bought five for his house. Mm-hmm. The dots, the Echo dots, and so he bought them. Put them all over his house. He was like, "Yeah, I spent two hundred bucks on these uh, Alexa dots, and then probably a thousand dollars on shit to yeah, go with it." I was gonna say, because <laughs> like the two hundred dollars, like after the two hundred dollars, you got to buy the light switches, mm-hmm. the thermostat. Even though I've had my Nest for a minute now, which right. I love. If y'all don't have a Nest thermostat, go ahead and get that shit. But uh, if you own a place, if you if you just rent, there's no point in getting it. Because you're going to have to put that bitch on, take that bitch mm-hmm. on. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> if they um, let you do it in the first place. If they let you do it in the first place. But um, he said he spent about a thousand bucks on stuff to go with it. And I'm just not ready to make that commitment. I was going to say, that is actually the only way I can convince myself that it's worth it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, having an inter- interconnected home sounds amazing. Right. Otherwise, Pain for an interconnected yeah, home is it's it's a, a lot expensive as fuck. So, exactly. <laughs> so um, but I, I do. It does help me with weather every week because, like every nice. every Sunday, I ask it for the weather for mm-hmm. where I'm going, mm-hmm. which has been Nashville, but that is going to change soon. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I say that every time I say, "Oh, I'm about to change. I'm about to go to a new city." I end up back right back right, in Nashville, right. but. <laughs> Um, if anybody's in Nashville and wants to kick it, let me know. I don't be doing stuff during the week. And now the project's kind of like chilled a little bit. I, I get out the office at like a regular time so I can like work out and stuff. Was this like your Tinder friend pitch? Um, Bumble maybe are you looking for people to swipe right for a bar? No, I'm looking for people to just meet up and talk about music and tech. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sound believable? <laughs> no, guys, I'm just, I'm, seriously, I enjoy Nashville, though. So if there's any Nashville listeners, what up? Um, Find them on Tinder. <laughs> 
Um, but I, I use it for like, oh, what's the weather in Nashville for this mm-hmm. week? And to make sure I'm not going to be packing like shorts and <laughs> t-shirts and it's 12. Exactly. <laughs> I have those in Nashville. So, yeah, because Nashville weather is like Atlanta yeah, and it can Atlanta weather. make up its mind, you know, on the Who knows? Who I knows? might go outside and it's probably 12 degrees and exactly. it was like 95 when I walked in. So. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's what... And then I actually had a couple times where my coworkers were like low key jealous. They're like, "Why do you have a coat? It's so nice outside." Wait, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. And they're out. Oh God, it's so cold. Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm toasty. That was like two weeks ago in Atlanta. I felt like we just went back to winter. <laughs> I had on like a crop top and some shorts, and it was just like, nope. <laughs> it's gonna be cold as shit. <laughs> That's my other favorite thing to do is is sit outside and watch because I live on a oh God. I sometimes go to a place where there are bars and such. And I cannot say that I don't frequent these places. <laughs> <laughs> but I go out there and I watch people. And it's funny because, like, girls will get out the Uber and be like, oh, it's 10. And that was me two weeks ago <laughs> in these said places. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just... But but it, that's the, the biggest, like, I found, like, good thing for it so far because mm-hmm. I don't have, like, the connected light switches mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, but... We'll see. I, I was in Best Buy today looking at stuff. I had to get a new laptop bag. So I was in Best Buy today looking, looking, at, okay. <laughs> looking at like the, I still don't see why I need different colors in my light bulb, but I mean. Get a little disco going. <laughs> I do not need a disco Six. going in my house. Mm-hmm. That was college. Maybe <laughs> I had a strobe light for a minute in college. I was thinking like a strobe light. Maybe I a had a strobe light, light in college. Yeah. <laughs> I could do do that. Just be like uh, Alexa, party time! Like <laughs> all of a sudden, music comes up, lights go down, and then <laughs> strobe light comes on. All right, we're having far too much come fun. Out. <laughs> it's not a party without the stripper. <laughs> Paul just comes, descends out the ceiling. <laughs> my neighbor's sitting there, like, where did my flowers go? See? Like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Tell Alexa we're going to bed and the flowers come back. Exactly. <laughs> or Alexa, mom's here. Whoop, whoop. Amazon, y'all taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um, and I did, the reason why it went off a second ago, and it's because I'm an ultra nerd. This tells you how nerdy I am. Mm-hmm. Is I changed it to react to the word computer. And it probably lit up. But uh, <laughs> I changed it to do that because of Star Trek. Because I mean, in Star Trek, they just walk in a room like, yo, C, because <laughs> I don't want it to keep going off, but C, exactly. uh, make me a latte, and that shit would just pop up, or do this, or what is, uh, what level is Captain Jordy on? I do <laughs> so It was dope. I and, probably would have like some ratchet stripper name as mine. Like, well, that they can you can only have three names kisses, right now. And then Alexa starts talking. Candy kisses. <laughs> so, <Chocolate laughs> candy thunder. kisses on Twitter probably just responded to the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, <Thunder> um, <laughs> but you can only set it for three names right now, which sucks. Mm-hmm. It's either it's either uh, Amazon Alexa or computer. I was and waiting on her to talk. I was waiting on her too, <laughs> but she just be in there. But okay, so the train's coming again, and it's telling us it's time to wrap this up. Um, I, I I will keep. I'm a I'm gonna edit this part out with the train going in the background. I live near a damn train, guys. But hey, 
Yeah, but anyway, so you have other perks. <laughs> I do. So. Uh, Train coming around town is the time to wrap it up. I, I think this has been a good episode with just I two of us. So. I think so. I had fun. Did you have fun? I had fun. That's what I want to hear. Try the new beer. <laughs> hey. Oh, shout out to the makers of Emergency Drinking Beer in Atlanta. It's an Atlanta-based company. It tastes really freaking good. It is, actually. It's really good. I was drinking, and we should start covering this, but I was drinking this now in a completely empty glass. Nice. We should cover the liquor choice or the beer choice. Exactly. Liquor and beer choices. Um, uh, I was drinking Southern Tier Creme Brulee Stout. It is one of if you are not a stout drinker, I implore you to try this mm-hmm. to 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 give yourself an intro into a super sweet, but mellow flavored, vanilla infused stout beer. I'm a big fan of stouts, but they do not agree with your waistline sometimes because they do have <laughs> higher sugar content so i stay away from on cheat days except for on cheat days and also i had a we had a little bit of larceny which is a reoccurring theme (laughs) (laughs) larceny is a reoccurring theme and uh it was on last week's podcast as well so we will start covering that and we know the hennessy was in the coachella podcast oh of course you could hear the hennessy in the background literally hitting ice That was actually one thing that one of my favorite podcasts, my old original podcast did, mm-hmm. was they would cover a different beer that they did. Oh a couple times they played like Eddie for Edward Forty Hands on the show. Mm-hmm. You ever played that? You mm-hmm. did go to a, yeah, I was about mm-hmm. to say, you went to. Don't do that. <laughs> you went to. I went to a fine to, institution. <laughs> of drinking. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I'll start talking, I'll stop talking trash about. PWIs one day. <laughs> Probably after I attend one from my grad school. See? And I kind of want to do HBCU as grad school. You should. I know a couple people who did. Shout out to uh, a couple people who I know went to Howard Law. I know a couple people who did. Uh, Is it he? <laughs> Actually, what is Tin Man's doing something. I'll, I'll, I'll throw him away. He, uh, he extract from Morehouse and then <laughs> went to Howard Law. And other ones are uh, uh, my homegirl. Uh, my homegirl. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Because <laughs> she's doing big up. things. No, 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 no. She's doing big things, and I don't know. If she need the publicity here. Fair, she'll fair, she'll fair. come she'll come through. And then she, I know a couple well, other people. Out. My line brother did uh, Clark Atlanta University did their um, masters of um, social work, and now works he works in D.C. Speaking of people partying in D.C., mm-hmm. I see him all the time, <laughs> living it up. Um, so I know a couple people did HBCUs. I know a couple people who did PWIs after going to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. One of my other favorite podcasts, I'll shout out to them because most of them either did HBCUs, grad or undergrad. Um, nice. Uh, NWAP, Negroes with a podcast. That That's, also could be a podcast topic. That could be. HBCU versus PWI. Well, they did a good one. A couple of episodes... Wow. It was during their current season, which I believe they're on season three. Um, they did a they did a good breakdown of it. They they do good. They do kind of like current events sometimes, mm-hmm. and then do they do shows of full topics. Good. So shout out to them. But um, see, I'll probably be by myself. <laughs> so that would yeah. No, nah, you, you kind of would be. Yeah. We could invite a couple people. And the people that I know that went to a PWI, we all went to the same institution. Yeah. Well, I know a couple people that went to PWIs. So we can bring them in. We yeah. can bring them in. Yeah. We could even bring uh, Kareep back. Yeah, yeah. Where did Kareep go? 
Georgia Tech. Oh, there you go. He could, so he was a, another minority in a different PWI. He actually went to two. He went to uh, Georgia State as well. Oh, and then transferred to Tech. Oh, there you go. You know, some Georgia State people call him uh, traitors. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <I, Akery. laughs> So we need to have him back anyway because I've been meaning to have him AKA back. Okay, movie pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we did a good job for this podcast. Let's 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 wrap it up for the third time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, kids, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, see you guys on the outro. But we want to thank Sheikah for appearing again. Thank you for having me. You're anytime, always welcome anytime. as a part of the Virtual Dopeness family. And kids, I'll see y'all on the outro. Do y'all have a problem with me calling y'all kids? I picked that up from one of my coworkers <laughs> who's now, she she uh, left the, my company to go take a like eight-week sabbatical to become a meditation and yoga instructor in Southeast Asia and South America, and now she in Europe. So... That was a, a lot. A, a whole <laughs> lot. She cool, though. She from the Philly area, too. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so I picked that up from her because we were on a project together where we were working like 14, 16 hours all summer. So we spent a lot of time around each other. She would just address us as kids, especially since for a while there, she was the only woman. And when you with a bunch of nerdy dudes all day, she did refer to us. We did act like kids sometimes. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm trying to wean myself off of that because I mean it's kind of mean. But ladies, gentlemen, kids, nerds, everybody, I will see y'all on the outro. Peace. Peace. Season two, episode three of the Virtual Dopeness Podcast is in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Sheikah, for coming through and co-hosting once again. We appreciate your insight. We appreciate everything. If you guys want to get to know us better, hit us up. Have any comments, any of those things with Virtual Dopeness on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, virtualdopeness.com. And even if you want to just leave it in the comments on iTunes or Stitcher, we appreciate the ratings. We appreciate the comments. Appreciate all of it. More cool stuff to come. I promise you we're going to be in your face even more than you could ever think. I, I, at least I hope we will be. Um, please, tell, tell a friend to tell a friend. That's all I ask. If you enjoy this, let somebody else enjoy it too. We're here for everybody. So, like I say every week, as always, be virtual and live dope.